Off the top of the show, you heard our uh, year-ender interview with uh, Andre Corbold, the city manager. We talked a lot about the, the budget deliberations over the past couple of weeks and, and the result of that. Now I want to turn to a political observer and commentator, get his opinion on what he saw over the past couple of weeks. John Brennan, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. It's great to be with you. Okay, John, uh, you've been watching uh, city politics very closely for decades now. I, I'm not, I've been watching it in Edmonton for about 23 years, and it seems to me, and maybe it's just because it's recent memory and maybe I've forgotten stuff, but boy, oh boy, these budget deliberations seem to be... Um, I don't know if disjointed, disjointed is is the right word, but it just seemed um, different than years past. Let's put it that way. Well, it was certainly a grueling exercise, and I think what we have to remember is this is the first year of a four-year budget. And, you know, the previous administration changed the process to have these four-year budgets because previously council used to just do budgets on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. And so when you do this four-year budget, you're really setting out the big priorities over the next four years, and especially on the capital side, when you look at all the money that the city is spending on uh, the Valley Line LRT, you know, the Yellowhead uh, Freeway mm -hmm. Conversion Project, Terwilliger Drive, the 50th Street Overpass, and, you know, and now the Lewis Farms Rec Center. Like, these are big-ticket items that take a lot of money, and they, they cross over more than one year. And in fact, they cross over more than a four-year budget cycle. You know, I uh, all I have to do is look at my text line, John, and, and all I can hear is a hundred million dollars for bike lanes, a hundred million dollars for bike lanes. That is all I keep seeing. Um, a number, obviously, of my listeners very ticked off about that, saying, "Hey, you know what? It's not the appropriate time. It's not. Uh, you know, there's other things that we should be using or could be using that money for." But here's the thing, John: How surprised should those people be that a hundred million dollars was actually set, you know allocated for bike lanes given what a, a lot of these city councillors ran on and promised to do in the campaign that's a very good point Jalen um, you know this is a very left-wing city council and I said so on October 18th 2021 when I was working as a political analyst analyst at a TV station in Edmonton on election night this is the council that Edmontonians elected now you can go back to the municipal election campaign in the fall of 2021 and see how much Edmontonians were engaged in the process mm -hmm. and you know you and I talked several times during the course of the municipal election campaign, Jalen, and even though we had a competitive mayoral race, at the end of the day, there was only 37% turnout in the election. And, you know, the people on the left, people left of center political activists in this city really got organized and got active and um, helped elect their candidates uh, to council in the last election and so if people aren't happy with that they have to get themselves organized for the next election in 2025 and try to get some people who believe more in fiscal responsibility small c conservatives on the next council yeah and, and i wonder how many who are up in arms right were up in arms right now actually went out and cast a ballot i would love to know that without a doubt but here's yeah. the thing too is that you know when you when you look at climate change um mm -hmm. and uh, there was a poll done recently uh, of Edmontonians now again I don't know if it was an online one or you know wh how it was done and it said that about 70% of Edmontonians said you know that climate change was a concern for them um, and 
but when we talk about you know things like bike lanes and LRT and, and that sort of thing, it seems that that um, that that doesn't resonate. There's there's a disconnect there. There is, and you know, it's one thing to ask people in general terms, is this something that concerns you? And it's another thing when the rubber hits the road and you're funding actual projects. Mm. You know, a lot of the spending that went on in this uh, for your capital budget was stuff that was proposed by the mayor. You know, uh, something that should be pointed out is this budget process showed that Amarji Sohi was very much in control of this council. Like his omnibus capital budget mm -hmm. motion was approved by the progressive uh, majority on council, as was his omnibus uh, operating budget motion. And in the capital budget, you know, you see where Mayor Sohi's priorities were as the priorities were for the majority of council. A lot, lot of additional funding for transit. A lot of additional funding for affordable housing, which you and I have talked about before, yep. Jalen, which at its core is a provincial responsibility, and a lot of funding for climate change, not just on the bike lanes, but also on things like, you know, reconfiguring city buildings yep. and, and things like that. So, you know, you have to step back and look at those things and see, are those really the priorities of Edmontonians? And I saw a number of the councillors during the budget debate, during the process the last couple of weeks, saying, you know, we're in a climate emergency. Well, you know, I think the average Edmontonian just stepped outside today. They might not think that we're in a climate emergency. But, you know, these were the priorities of some of the members of council that ran and got elected in uh, October 2021. And this is the end result. We have seen some tensions flare up uh, over mm -hmm. the past number of weeks. Uh, your thoughts on that? your analysis of that well I'm not surprised and I heard your interview with uh, the city manager in the, in the last segment um, you know I think the issue of the city withdrawing from the Edmonton Regional Transit Commission is actually going to be a bigger deal than either Mayor Sohi or the city manager suggest mm -hmm. I think it has created a lot of ill will in the metro Edmonton region and it's going to take some time to get that back and you know it is normal during a budget process you know I was around City Hall for a long time Jalen it is normal during a budget process for there to be some fractious debate amongst the councillors and so none of that surprised me you know if you're working on a budget day in and day out for like two weeks straight you know you get really tired of it after a while <laughs> and temper and tempers become short so none of that None of that was really surprising. What I was very interested in, and you talked to uh, Andre Corbold about this, was the mayor's motion directing the administration to find the $60 million yeah. in staff savings for middle management consultants over the next four years. You know, this is something that has been tried in the recent past that hasn't really panned out. If Andre Corbold is actually able to deliver this, that'll be a substantial change in how the city operates and it could be as uh, Councillor Paquette and others say be transformative and the other positive thing about that is that actually might bring down the future tax increases if he's actually able to find 15 million dollars in savings each year in the next four years. John we're out of time already we always need so much more time <laughs> I appreciate you making time for me this afternoon always great to hear your voice thank you for this. Always a pleasure to talk with you Jalen Merry Christmas and all the best in the new year. You as well John Brennan joining me this afternoon Edmonton based political observer and commentator and as mentioned spent a long time at City Hall and